Gents, back at it again. Episode 30, baby. <laughs> Down the studio. Oh, baby. We we are happy to be here. We are happy to be here. We got uh, we got a great, great show lined up. Huncho, Marty Bathwater, Teddy B. And we got a guest in the house today. Yeah, yeah we do. We got a guest in the Live house. Live in the studio, in? yeah. The sweatpant boner wearing sweatpants. <laughs> Has a boner. <laughs> Has a boner. Big stew. Big stew's here. Oh, thick soup, baby. Thick I'm soup. Here. I'm you here. know, I actually never got the thick soup handle until Megan pointed it out one time. He's, she's like, yeah, stew. And I'm like, hmm. All right. All right. It's originally from Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> like the thick soup stew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh fuck! Shit. Well, yeah, number number thirty. Number thirty. I didn't look up any jerseys again. <sighs> Hard um, to believe. You know what? I have a few times, but like I said, I get criticized. You know, you don't get criticized, and, and just... I feel like the number thing is more like into the uni thing. So that's just another thing <laughs> oh, I okay. can let Matt do <laughs> <laughs> on the pod, yeah. right? Fucking sure. I'll take I'll take that burden on. Well, I chose uh, Terrell Davis, episode Terrell Davis of the BFB, uh, Denver Bronco running back. I could have also gone with, I mean, Gore could have too, Todd Gurley the second, Amon Green, remember him running back, Green Bay, he thought he was Batman. Oh, <laughs> he'd, like, all, he'd always talk about yeah, Batman yeah. and do his interviews with a Batman. Mask on. Mask on, sure. oh yeah. Uh, Charlie Garner, another old running back. Philip Lindsay. Ooh, Phil. Yeah. I like Phil. Um, this one's a little bit of love to you, Huncho, because I don't know if many of the listeners know, but this guy actually played the position you used to play when oh. you played for the East Glen Blue Devils. <laughs> John Kuhn, fullback. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to Huncho to pick a non-existent position in the league anymore. <laughs> Unless you're Kyle Juszczyk. I was going to say Kyle Juszczyk. This is Zach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most important play in the 49ers. Backfield. <laughs> uh, and then Jason McCourty. 
And, of course, uh, Icky Woods, famous for the Icky Shuffle back in the day for the Cincinnati Bengals, who actually only played, like, four years, which is fucked. But everybody knows him because he did a dance one or two times when he scored a touchdown. It's like the Victor Cruz salsa. Yeah. But Victor Cruz actually good, though. Yeah, and he was uh, more lasting, more staying power. <laughs> more staying power. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that went, went down the wrong tube there. Yeah, can't be the five finger, five <laughs> finger pour that you did. Right? <laughs> it is a little stiff. Yeah, but Shit. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, rolling into the sponsor. Wait, I felt that thirty episodes is a bit of a milestone. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All only, right. Only because it's an even number, but <laughs> with thirties, big side went and I uh, one sack here. Mmm. A little bit of treats for the boys. Bought the boys a. Oh, baby duck! Oh, little baby duck! Oh, baby duck! Oh, no way! <laughs> the Phantom. <laughs> Mimosa. Ferda. Ferda. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That is so unbelievable. Man, you know what? The Phantom Mimosas. <laughs> I've never had a Fanta Rosé Mimosa. Is that Rosé? It's a Rosé. Oh, fuck. I thought it was a little bit red. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a total mistake. That's, That's all right. Fine. No, this That's is going to be good. Come on, looking forward to it. Yeah, work will be fun tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Well, oh, oh, nice pop. Classic. <laughs> All right. While uh, Huncho pours up a few cocktails, <laughs> let's get to our sponsor. This week's sponsor is Teddy's Car Visor CD Wallet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's where all the boys have been uh, pulling their music tastes from yeah, this year. Eclectic. Yeah. Eclectic taste, but good taste. I've, I've really enjoyed our music selections this year. I would say they've been, yeah, they've been yeah, good. Real Stewie, good as a listener? Yes. Great. Right. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, yeah. shit. Well, you know what? I was saying at a hunt show the other day. Uh, back back when CD wallets were the thing to have, like when you whenever you left to go drive somewhere, you would leave with your keys and your wallet and your CD wallet. <laughs> yeah, so man. you had all your tunes. Uh, when I was in high school, my car got broken into and they stole my CD wallet. <laughs> it was one of the most devastating, <laughs> vulnerable feelings I've ever had. I was just so crushed. And then the worst part was you'd go home and look at your CD tower and see, <laughs> and see the cases. And it was just a reminder of what you used to have. Oh man. Mounted on the wall. Like I remember going to fucking like Ikea or something. Oh, yeah. My mom be like, yeah, man, you know. A rack for all my CDs <laughs> yeah. and DVDs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Just like a graveyard, seeing those old cases. Fuck. Well. And we got the Fanta pour in here. <coughs> flowing. Wow. I am excited. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to die. I wonder how it's going to taste. Pardon the rosé, boys. <laughs> it smells good. Mm. Well, I mean, it's going to taste like pop. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. To 30. <laughs> to 30 more. So this is 30. All it's right. good. I like that. That might yeah. be the new thing. Jose? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. A nice well, look at us. Oh, baby duck. 
Just wow. like uh, just like Homer, we invented our own little drink here. Yeah. In the, mall. <laughs> the flaming mo, the flaming or the mo. flaming Homer. Yeah, and I turned into the flaming mo. You <laughs> <He> stole it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Okay. Well, let's keep her on track here. All right. Text and answer. We're segment. keeping this one tight, though. Yeah. Last last week we hadn't got through text and answer and passed it around the NFL. It took us like almost an hour. Yeah, and then but we and finished then we for you. Yeah, exactly. It was only an hour and fifty something. Yeah, that's not bad. I don't know, that's not bad. Two hours is the ideal under two hours is the ideal spot. Boys like Rambling. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> well let's get to it then. Personally. What? I said personally, I like Rambling. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, well, no. you don't have any stats to go off of, so you got to ramble. I know, but I got a little bit of water on my sheet here. <laughs> Bled my ink. <laughs> you need a page protector, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Shit. All right. Okay, this one comes in from the Regina Vagina. Big dick himself. Um, and he, simple question. What trick play did you guys like better? Houston's Hopkins to Watson uh, option play for the crucial touchdown or the punter to kicker play by the Miami Dolphins. Stewie? Well, I just watched them because I hardly watch football. <laughs> and I would have to say that the Miami play was a little is pretty cool. Yeah. The, the, the lineup seemed to, they lined up oddly. Yeah. Which yeah. made it kind of unique. But that formation is called the swinging gate formation. The swinging gate. Yeah, that's right. Hmm. Yeah, and for those, I'm sure everybody's seen it, but basically it was a pitch play from the punter who took the snap. To the kicker. Ran to his left and then pitched it to the kicker. In he the walked zone. in all alone. Yeah, pretty crazy. The hop, the Houston play was good, too. The exchanges were so quick. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, it, you couldn't yeah. even, if you were, like, not paying attention, you couldn't even notice yeah. that they fucking... Uh, yeah, absolutely. And the fact that it was the option, optioned out to their quarterback, too, mm-hmm. that, that was a little bit different. Uh, I think you got to give it to the Miami play, though. <clears throat> Dug up a little stat on that, and uh, Jason Sanders, the kicker for the Finns that caught the pass, was actually, uh, he's the first kicker to catch a touchdown since Jim Turner in 1977. Really? Oh, yeah, which is nuts. So you got to give it to them. <laughs> the first to kicker that. to catch a touchdown. Yeah. And he, uh, Jim Turner was a Bronco. Ooh. Yeah. Thanks to our friends at Alive Sports Bureau for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, so you're going Miami too, Hunch? Yeah, I'm going Miami. All I'm right. going Miami. Cool. Um, this next question comes in from Commissioner Good Kel, the kitten baby. And he said, it might be a little early for this question, but for those of us in the B pool, it's the only thing to keep us motivated. Well, that and cheering for John to become a vegan for a year. <laughs> Obviously, a lot can change between now and the end of the season, but given what the top fantasy players have already achieved in the league this year, who would you consider to be the top five picks in next year's fantasy draft? Top five picks. Top five. I guess it depends how you value the quarterbacks. Because there's two obvious. Lamar. Yeah, Lamar. Yeah, like you, if you, man, people might be drafting a guy like Lamar Jackson overall. Top five? Top, top five, five, top five. Damn. Like, I don't know. People I personally would never would. But uh, I think Christian McCaffrey might go number one. Yeah. Number two, your boy, Saquon, Dalvin. Yeah, Dalvin. If is you go on numbers year. this year, it's Dalvin. Yeah. Um. Shit. Yeah. I don't know. I. I think you can't. You can't think that Saquon's going to be this no uh, lackluster for no. the for the foreseeable future, right? He's got to turn it around. So he's got to be included into that conversation. 
Um, I'd say if you're not including quarterbacks, I go uh, Christian McCaffrey, Cook, Saquon, Zeke. Mike and Thomas? Then, and yeah, and then if you – whatever you prefer, Nick Chubb or Mike Thomas. Depends if you have yeah. a preference for running back or wide receiver. Um, but if you were to include quarterbacks, if you if you did go that route, I'd probably go uh, run CMC. Oh, man. Maybe. Yeah, Dalvin Cook, Lamar, Mahomes, and then Zeke. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That'd probably be the... Just looking at the stats, too, like... Oh, Saquon, too. Fuck. Well, it's it's impressive how the fantasy points between Lamar Jackson and Christian McCaffrey right now is, like, a 50-plus point, point difference. Yeah. And then after that, like, it becomes quite... Um, Closer. Quite, like, for quarterbacks yeah. especially, it's, like, really close. But that's a huge... That's a major that's a gap. Yeah. Swing. <clears throat> but you got, for it to maybe have a quarterback in the first round. Yeah. You got to hope, though, that he continues the, like, the record-setting pace he's on this year. Can he duplicate it next year? That's an that's also a question that weighs in, right? Yeah. Do people, do defenses start figuring him out a little yeah, bit more? exactly. I think that's what it would be. I think it would... Now you got a bunch of film on him, and so you can study him all summer. Maybe you can do something about yeah. him. Yeah. Maybe, right? Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Well, and I think, if anything, like, for guys that are sitting in the B pool, regardless of the league you're in, yeah, it's something to look forward to, and it helps, you know, keep your mind off the obvious. Oh, I guess I'm a loser. A loser. Too far. God. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks for the advice. That's what guys are saying about us when they listen to our fucking jibber jabber. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, man. You tanked my guy. Yeah, man. Fuck. Kiss of death. Oh, man. I have the kiss of death. Like, oh, yeah. If I mention it on the pod, do the opposite. <laughs> do the opposite. Mm-hmm. But we can touch into that a little later. Yeah, for sure. Well... In that same vein, it's funny that Kellen sent that in and brought up the the idea of John going vegan for a year, because not not only four four hours before he sent that in, John sent me in not a question, but more of a more of a wager, an a open call end, out. a call out, an open ended call out to every guy in the forty, and he said, "I issue a bet to you and Gord for twenty dollars each, and anybody else in the N40L." That I will not come in last place. I think he's right. <laughs> I, I don't t- think he's going to be last. Who do you think he's going to be? I don't know. The guy sitting next to yeah, us? <laughs> like it might, yeah. man. Like, it might. I am doing bad. And my team is on paper is good. My team on paper is good. Yeah. I have... Who's the fourth? Andy's... Andrew? Yeah. Uh, John... Shane, Show Life, and Gordo. Can you imagine if it was a Shane lose and a Chris Peckett win? Oh man! Oh. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, it would be. Honestly, uh, Chris Peckett winning is the scariest thing. Uh, I'm yeah. so glad I, I, I I'm pissed I'm on playoffs, but I'm so happy I'm fucking by in the pool. Yeah, exactly. Well, so are you willing to take John up on that twenty dollars offer? You are the most riding on it. You, you're going to be taking I'll on. do it. Yeah, I'll do it. Easy. Easy money. You think he's taking last? Well, he did put up the most points. Didn't he put up the most last, points? In the, in last the week. week. He's coming off two straight wins. Yeah, he is. 
which gave him three total. <laughs> man, he's turning up when you need to, and I am cooling down. You are cooling down. Man. Like, okay, Aaron Rodgers, Mike Evans, Alshon Jeffrey, Philip Lindsay, Saquon Barkley, Ryan Griffin, whatever, Dalvin Cook. <laughs> like, that's my team. I have Stefan Diggs on the bench. And you're playing John this week? Or are you playing? Are you. No, I play Shane. Yeah, just. Uh, Winner, go home. <laughs> yeah. Winner, go to the Gregor. Or win, loser, go to the Gregor. Winner, go home. Fuck. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say who I think is going to get last place, but I don't think it's going to be John, so I'm going to not take that bet. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be John with the last place title. Who do you think it's going to be? I'm not saying. <laughs> <laughs> is he sitting to the left? <laughs> uh, no, no, I don't think so. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just want to leave it at that. All right. I don't want to be picking on anyone, you know? So, but for for all our listeners out there, if you want if you want to take John up on it, it's out there. I think I would take him up on it. So you did, yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> where do you want to go next? We got a few other questions. Yeah, we got one. Uh, this one's coming in from the Chinatown Can Collector. <laughs> oh, the Triple C. <laughs> yes, the Triple C. Okay. This question's for Maddie. Oh, nice. He says, are you at all nervous about the playoffs after losing to the anemic Strathcona Coronas, who even started an inactive player? What does this mean for the Blazers' playoff hopes? Uh, yeah, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Full discretion, yeah, absolutely I am. I think my team's kind of in a lull. I don't trust Amari Cooper or Odell Beckham Jr., and those are my top two receivers. Um... (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I hope I struck gold with Jack Doyle going into the playoffs. Uh, Kareem Hunt seems to be coming on, but I don't know. I'm 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 very fortunate that uh, I'm on a, that I got the second place by. Uh, yeah. I do I do like that. Gives but, you a little breathing room. Well, Cooper's having a good night tonight. Eighty three yards and a tutty. Yeah, yeah. He didn't so. have a bad night. So yeah, I I am a little bit nervous. So I think, but I think that's normal going into any. Uh, yeah. Gallup's having a nice yeah night. exactly on my bench. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah I, I am feeling it a little bit but uh it's way she goes i guess where's uh where's our next one coming from uh well this is a long time listener and it's hard to say because this guy banya is a world citizen everybody knows i'm loud everybody knows i'm fine go ahead and slip i'll slide all up in your b-o-d Good tune, Van. When you when you get your own music, yeah, on the pod, Mister Three Hundred Five, Mister Three Hundred Five, <laughs> Mister Worldwide. Okay, so he says, boys, is the NFC East one of the worst divisions in football history? This season, not one team has a winning record, and the division, in theory, could be won by a team going seven and nine. I don't know about you guys, but Mr. Worldwide doesn't think that's so fly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mr. Worldwide, I gotta gotta say it isn't fly. (laughs) I gotta say it is the worst division in football. Mm -hmm. It has been for a number of years, the last five years. The Giants got in with like eight and fucking eight. Or yeah. like nine and seven the one yeah. year. Oh, like yeah. bad teams. Yeah, some real bad ones. And they're they're like five and fucking 
<laughs> 17 since that photo. Oh, the boat. Yeah. Yeah, the boat. But, like, no, man. It's, I mean, the Eagles, yeah, they went to the Super Bowl, won it two years ago. Right? Give it to them. But, yeah. I mean, other than that, nothing. Yeah, that division sucks. Uh, historically, do I think it's the worst? <coughs> no. <laughs> because I think for a while there, there was a year or two where that um, Carolina, Atlanta, Oh, New yeah, Orleans, the they NFC were just South. the NFC South. They were they were sucking, um, and I didn't have time to look up historically where where they place. But I would I would venture to say that they're not the worst <coughs> in history. But yeah, it's <coughs> pretty brutal division. That's for sure. Very bad. Damn. All right, the next one comes in from Show Life, uh, and he attached a clip with his question. So this one's. <laughs> This one's for Gordo. He attached his own clip. He attached his own clip. (laughs) So, Gordo, this is for you, and it's to help Marty out. He says, using his experience, did Gord help Marty out in trying to decipher what the hell Odell Beckham Jr.'s non-answer regarding his future actually meant? So did you hear the clip? I heard the clip. Okay, we'll let it we'll let we'll let it play for our listeners. What, what's the future hold? Um, I don't know that. I don't know the answers um, for that. You know, right now I'm just taking it a day at a time, trying to finish the season healthy, um, trying to trying to win these last four games and see what happens. Do you want to be here or do you not care? No, I mean, no one knows what the future holds. Like tomorrow, like um, right? Okay, I, I couldn't tell you <laughs> what's gonna happen. I mean, I'm here. Uh, my locker is right next side to. You know, one of the men who means the most to me in the world. And um, and essentially it goes on for two minutes with him <laughs> answering no questions. He's uh, he's pleading the fifth, man. He's pleading the fifth. <sighs> is it Odell being Odell or is he unhappy? I don't know. He's with playing with his best friend. Yeah, the year hasn't gone the way it should have. But like, yeah, I don't know. That's uh, I, I don't think he wants to be on either side. Right. Like, yeah, I think he's trying to stay right down the middle, but he's yeah. He's not very good at not saying too much. Like, he did. He go- probably could have just said, "I'm, uh, you know, I am where I am." Yeah, that's it. Right? True. Not, I don't know what the future holds tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> he did go on and to say, like, regardless of where I am next year or what happens next year, twenty twenty is my year. <laughs> it's yeah. my year. So I don't know. I don't see them getting rid of him. Contract wise, we've got him locked in. Yeah, There's no why need would to get you? rid of him. Um, and you know, like, where are you going to go? You're going to get traded and try to build that chemistry with another new quarterback. Yeah. Like, let's build it with Baker here. So yeah, I agree. Hopefully he's a happy guy, but <clears throat> not sure. Um, where do you want to go? We got, we got a couple loyal listeners that texted in. Yeah. Yeah. We had, uh, one we haven't heard of from, for a while. Yeah. Do uh, I go to her? Yeah. We could hit up, we could hit up Doris's question. Yeah. Doris from the crest. <laughs> and we all know Doris is a pretty randy gal, and she does like she does have a preference of the two of us, and it ain't me. So she wrote in, and she said last week when Gord talked about slapping his belly and calling him crazy, it sent my heart racing. I got goosebumps, and it sent my mind into imagination places that I didn't think it could go. But in this case, it was my tongue slapping that belly instead. <laughs> The visions it gave me, frankly, for lack of a better term, flooded my undercarriage. <laughs> I knew I had to write in this week to connect again with my hot hunk, even if I had to keep it PG and fantasy related. So my question is this. If only to hear Gord's sweet, smooth voice, who do you think has been the biggest fantasy disappointment this season? And she gives options. Saquon Barkley, Odell Beckham Jr., David Johnson, James Conner, or Joe Mixon. And she ends it by saying, Matt... 
I guess you can answer too. <laughs> Out of those, you know what? Those are all guys that are in your top six disappointments. Saquon's been disappointed. He got hurt, not yeah. his fault. Yeah, yeah. Um, guy like Joe <clears throat> Joe Mixon was drafted in the second round. Yeah, if not the first, late first, along with Dalvin Cook. Yeah, right. So yeah. he was going right around the same time Nick Chubb was, right? Yeah, and Dalvin Odell. He was going second round, but uh, early second round. Yeah, I mean, he's been disappointed. He's only got two tutties this year. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, less, there was lots. Less touchdowns than uh, Taysom Hill. Fuck. God damn. When he lines up, Italian, <laughs> he's going <laughs> to block or run a route. <laughs> so who's your pick then? Uh, who's my pick for biggest disappointment? Yeah. I might have to go Odell. Yeah, you know what? I I, I took it. Because he wasn't hurt. Yeah. Yeah. If okay. Saquon Saquon wasn't hurt and he was doing bad all year, no problem. But Saquon's hurt for like Yeah. Weeks. I think given the circumstances, Joe Mixon was playing on a garbage team. Um David Johnson, guys keep going back to him and thinking, yeah, no, maybe he'll return to form. Kept going. <laughs> 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 Stu never lost faith. <clears throat> you drafted him this year. I did. Oh. First pick. He looks no. like a fullback. Fucking fullback over there. He's a tight end. Um, yeah, I'd probably go Odell. Given given the hype around the team and the offense and stuff going into the year, yeah, I, th- I think it has to be Odell. Thanks, Doris. Thanks, Doris. Well, we've got one more. <laughs> Coming in from our buddy, the Yeti. Ooh. Get out of here. <laughs> Go read my notes, man. <laughs> Stewie's trying to read my, my script. My cursive. <laughs> <laughs> This one comes in from the Eddie, and it's for uh, Stu. He he's got the inside. Eh? He kind of knows when what what the pod goings on are, right? Yeah, you know. So I, you know, I was talking to him. I was walking <laughs> he's around. See, he's seen how the swaz. Ah, <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> uh, he's seen how the sausage is made. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> when I was talking to the Yeti, stay hot down in the park. He he knew about Stewie coming on. Oh yeah, and so he he's figuring. You know what? Heard a lot about that guy. Must have paid his cell bill. Tripod. <laughs> yeah, he had a little bit of data <laughs> on the shared Samsung tablet that him and the Black Bear share. <laughs> The family bundle? The family bundle, man. They bundle it. Well, the Wi-Fi's not great in the park. <laughs> they gotta got hang out near the ACT to get to steal some of theirs. Oh, fuck. The Yeti writes in, Well, boys, winter is finally here. That means two things. Fantasy playoffs and foraging for food. Me and the Black Bear have been pretty lucky. There have been a number of missing dogs and cats from the Rundle Park area. <laughs> That means the boys in the park are eating good. This question comes in for your guest, Stu, owner of the Bone Airs. Stu, what happened? <laughs> All right. You were sitting so pretty about week nine. Yeah. Eight, I would say. Fell off late. Well, what happened? Was it mental? Or was, you know, the Cialis prescription finally out? Off, yeah. It was funny because, Maddie, it was you that, you made those predictions way back about who's going to make the playoffs. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you picked me. And then I unpicked you. And then I was the happiest man. This was on my drive to work, too. So I remember, like, it was early on the drive, and I hear that I get picked, and I was so happy for the next 15 minutes, and right before I got to work, you unpicked me. <laughs> but that, after that, I think I went I went on, like, a five or six game tear. And yeah. I think I had, I think at one point I was tied with the best record with Johnny in the league. Like, outright best record. Yes. Yep. That's accurate. And then from there, I slipped away. But I will say this. I, I really don't believe I deserve it because my points for were god-awful. It was simply strength and <laughs> schedule. And, yeah, it just – I was going into those those last three games, those last divisional games, and I was really worried about them. And they really got the worst of me. So that's – that's fucked. It happens. Yeah, fucked. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm happy I'm not yeah. in contention for the Gregor. I am. Yeah, that's I a silver lining. Contention. That's a silver lining. You're okay. in the B pool, but you're safe from humiliation. If I go the next three games, though – because I was so close, and if the next three games I put up mega points, I'll be pissed. But <laughs> outside of that, it's like, ah, whatever. Uh, Every fuck. year I haven't made the playoffs, I've been in the Gregor and won. <laughs> <laughs> How many? So, two, so two years. Man, so the, the league, Okay, the, hold on. That might be Gord Stank's stat of the that year. Might be That's Gord your, Stank's your stat. stat of the year, man. Yeah. I So, four years in the in the 40, right? Uh, yes, this is our currently our okay. Yeah. First year played Almond in the in the Gregor won. Second year lost to the Borg, ended up in fourth place. Yeah, yeah. La, uh, the year after that was in the Gregor t- with Scott. Scott, yeah, won. And then last year lost in the final to you. Mm-hmm. So shit, like that's a pattern. Like, if I congrats on next year's final birth. If, if I can continue it and win, I'm okay with that. But if I lose, holy, <laughs> holy! And well, after last week, we talked about uh, humiliations. All the boys want to send you to McDonald's for 24 oh, hours. <laughs> Uh, you would actually quit? I don't know, man. I think I would do something to get kicked out of the McDonald's, and then it wouldn't really be my fault, right? Like, fight the team. Start smoking inside <laughs> or something. Like, smoking in the play place? Yeah. Uh, sir, you can't smoke in there. I don't know, man. I'm stuck in here. Yeah. Kick me uh, out of here. Fucking pissing down the slide. Oh, man. Uh, Jesus. Well, it's either that or truck nuts. Truck nuts isn't even bad, man. I do truck nuts. Gordon told me his secret if he got truck nutted. He said, buddy, if I got truck nutted, I'd just cut them off myself and say they were stolen. (laughs) (laughs) Not even that bad. Pretty mellow. (laughs) Oh, Oh, fuck. Well... Something Stu and I don't have to worry about, but it'll be weighing on your mind, no doubt. In that yeah, it is. Weeks. It is for sure, 100%. <laughs> but, Do you have oh any well. players in your matchup playing tonight? Just Gallup yeah. on the bench, getting me 12 or 11 points. <laughs> okay. So no update in your 14. Matchup? Yeah, what about the guy? Who are you playing? Um... Nobody. No, There's nothing. The Dijans don't have any. But look at that. <laughs> Stay hot. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, well, should we jump into pass it around? This is a lighthearted pass it around. Yeah, it is lighthearted. Think uh, stopped at our local dispensary. Hey, bud. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, yeah, good. hay fudge is actually what it's called. Oh, yeah. What kind are they? Uh, one is... Uh, One's the City Lights. The City Lights, and the other one is the uh, Rio Grande or whatever. The same one as last week. Damn, you brought snacks? Pod first. On my way to the Fanta. Stu just cracked open a, a bag of Ruffles Creamy Dill Pickle. Extra Creamy Dill. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, I, hopefully it doesn't... I fuck anything up here? No, no, no. We're good. No. We're good. Yeah, we're right. good. It's time for us to jump into it. All right. Well, let's keep it lighthearted. Our first uh, topic today in uh, Pass Around the NFL... Comes from a Bengals fan. So Bengals fan Jeff Lanham live it, decided to live on the roof of his favorite restaurant <laughs> until the team won a game and ended up spending thank- <laughs> <laughs> He lasted, obviously, for a while because the Bengals went out. Yeah, no, it, it was his favorite restaurant. Yeah, and then he was able to put uh, a tent on top. Oh, my God. Um, he spent Thanksgiving up there, and his family actually ate their Thanksgiving dinner while on the roof. Um, he told the reporter that if the Bengals didn't win a game, that he would come down at the end of the season and go back up week one next year. And uh, up until the, the day they won, he had been up there for 60-plus days. And but, they, like, hadn't left the upstairs of the roof? Uh, he left, uh, I think he left to go piss or something like that, but yeah, he lived up there, what? like he slept up there. Like, did he, does he have a job? Did he have to go to a yeah, job? That's that's a qu- I don't know that part. <laughs> like, Who knows? Who knows? But it's funny because the radio station went up on the roof and they asked him like, okay, like, Bengals are in the lead. Like, they, they were interviewing him during the game and they were up. And, and he's like, hey, the Bengals are up at halftime, Jeff. Like, how are you feeling? He's like, oh, I'm feeling pretty good. I hope we can get off the roof. And then <laughs> and then they're like, what's the first, where's the first thing you're going to do when you get down off the roof? He's like, go to the bar. <laughs> while his like family's the on their bar. Yeah, like while his family's down on the street cheering <laughs> oh on. My go God. Bengals. I would not support that if I was in his family. No, mm. man. Did get you, off the fucking roof and get a job. Did you guys hear about the guy in Winnipeg who had hadn't worn pants yes since like shorts 1999 guy. yeah shorts guy he said yeah i'm, I'm not gonna put pants on until the bombers win the gray cup <laughs> and they lost against the riders i'm pretty sure that day or something i don't know who fucking cares yeah <laughs> maybe the alouettes like and yeah he hadn't worn pants since and then he finally just got to put them on yeah that's dedication that is dedication <laughs> to the cfl man fuck Shit. Well, um... What else do we got? Well, the New England Patriots did something a bit uh, non, non-conventional, I should say, I you guess. You know what? Smart? It, it is fucking smart, because... the I was on a plane just recently and got fucking sick. Yeah. When I went to Vancouver. Some girl had a medical emergency, puked all over the plane. <laughs> we had to go back oh. to the... To the airport or to like the, we were like about to take off, turned around, paramedics came on. She was just sick. Like she puked and then they had to bring on the cleaners and then we left next night. I got fucking sick. Were you sympathetic when the plane had to turn around? At the time? No, (laughs) but (laughs) hindsight being 2020. Yes, I I was sympathetic. Yeah. You felt her pain. Not 24 hours later. Mm Mm-mm. 
Well, speaking of illness, yeah, the Pats, uh, they had an illness that swept the locker room. So what they did was uh, something uncommon on their way to Houston. They actually flew two planes, <laughs> one that accommodated those who were sick and ones that kept them uh, that kept the others away from them. <coughs> Quarantine. Um, so, yeah, so in total, nine players uh, that were questionable uh, going into game day because of the sickness uh, were at least on that plane. Fuck. Crazy. Okay, give me all your peanuts, tubers, and fluffer nutters. Oh, why should we have to give up our salty snacks just to keep one allergic kid from exploding? Who is this selfish jerk anyway? It's not me, I swear. I'm only allergic to honey, wheat, dairy, non-dairy, and my own tears. <laughs> oh no, call my allergist and my optometrist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking poor Millhouse. Neuter Booters. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, man. Well, you got anything for passing? Well, we were contemplating, you what know. What did you dig up? What did I dig up? <clears throat> Controversial quote of the week, I guess we could call it. Mm-hmm. San Francisco 49ers radio color announcer has been suspended one game um, after his remarks about. MVP frontrunner Lamar Jackson. He's really good at that fake Lamar Jackson, but when you consider his dark skin color with a dark football and a dark uniform, you could not see that thing. What a fucking Munson this guy is. I mean, you literally could not see. When he was in and out of the mesh point, and if you were half a step slow on him in terms of your vision, forget about it. He's out of the gate. Damn. Get it together, dude. You can't do that. And he only got suspended one game. One game. That's crazy. Yeah, one game. Apologized. Man. Uh, Lamar actually had his first fumble of the year that game, too, which is wild. He did. Um, Fuck. Did you see the clip of uh, that? Oh, I hate him so much. Justin Tucker. After the yeah. game in his interview, big trust. big trust. Oh man, you love Justin. No, I hate him. I hate him. Oh, Show Life hates him too. Irrational hate, sure, whatever. But man, I hate his face. I hate everything about him. And he's so good, and that's the worst part. He's an opera singer. Yeah, oh, there's another reason to hate him. Um, okay, well, let's talk about uh, the Monday Nighter and some selfless love that turned into a lot of anguish for a couple guys in our in the N40. So it came out this week, uh, and it was evident in the game that uh, during uh, Seattle's big win on Monday night, uh, Chris Carson actually pulled himself out of the game when they were in the red zone, like within 10 yards or something like that. Yeah, two, two yards or something. Two yards uh, to let his buddy, uh, Rashad Penny, take the, take the snap, and he wanted him to get the touchdown, and in fact, that ended up happening, uh, which is... so. Yeah, he gave him, he subbed himself out. Subbed himself out. So that's a great move on his part. Shows a lot of love in the backfield, but it crushed uh, one guy's playoff chances because Kellen was sitting back hoping that uh, Carson would get that touchdown because it would have put Scott ahead and then would have given him a chance with Feldman for that last spot because Feldman would have lost and Kellen won. So he would have had the spot. So, yeah, it's it's tough break for you. Uh uh, Kel, but you know, it happens, right? Walk out the door, you see someone that you know, and they ask you how you are, and you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine, but you just can't get into it because they would never understand. (laughs) (laughs) 
fuck. And you know what? It's funny because uh, we talked to Feldman afterwards, you know, getting Feldy's feel good set up for the week. Yeah. And he was saying, he's like, boys, like if you could have seen me, I was pacing around my room or around my living room, jumping up and down on the couch, avoiding my phone and stuff. And needless to say, he was a bit scared going into it. I was so scared. Sour juice came out my front tail. <laughs> What a roller coaster. <laughs> oh, so who knows? Maybe somebody buys Calendar Rashad Penny jersey next year. Oh, man. <laughs> That's a tough one. God damn. Yeah. That's, you know what? Fantasy's <coughs> game of inches. Yeah. That's right. Game of inches. Um, do you have anything else for Pass It? No, not really. Oh, okay. I got... I got... Um, one quick thing. Okay. It should be noted this week that uh, Gord's Forever Boy is back in the, in the spotlight. Eli makes his return as starting Woo! quarterback. <laughs> Woo! Welcome back, Ten. Oh, We man. miss you. But you know what? Like... It had to happen. He's it got a career to. record of 116 and 116. He, really? need, he needs to go one way or the other. Yeah. He can't finish as just average, like the definition of average. 50-50. 50-50. Two rings, baby. Two rings. you got to believe that he can, uh, he can turn it around. Yeah, I hope they get a win this week. Um, we'll, be, we'll be touching on the, the Giants a little later. Yeah, that's true. But you know, um, you know, Gord. You just have, to have you ever had a dream that that you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything. <laughs> <sighs> How does it get funnier every time? <laughs> Shit. Oh man, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, oh fuck, Eli's gonna be good. I'm gonna. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. So am I. Last night took an L, but tonight I bounce back. Wake up every morning, by the night I got stacks. Bounce back, boy! You do your little yips with this. Oh with man, I was. Yep. I know I was looking for <laughs> my other cue up song. Yeah, yeah. All you right, know, sometimes guys got to double task. Oh yeah, for you sure. Get the yips next time. I was just too focused. This bounce back, boy. It's for my boy. And you know what? I realized now, but last week, how many points did Tyler Lockett get you? Stewie? Zero. Zero. <laughs> he was sick, I think. Was he sick? He was sick. Should I don't know. Should have been on that New England charter. He was sick. Anyway, but now I realize, because I didn't even look at the standings, which I should have, I picked Mr. Lockett to be the bounce back boy. But Stu doesn't even need him to be a bounce back boy. No, because it's on a bye. He's <laughs> on a bye. In the bean pool. <laughs> <laughs> You well, legit thought you were doing him a solid. I thought I was doing him a solid. <laughs> but you, you, ten minutes ago said you had the kiss of death. Uh, so was it really the? 
Was it really the intention yeah, to be so <laughs> Maybe it's mixed emotions here. Fuck. Who anyway, knows? he had zero catches, zero points last week. He, I don't think he got sick. I don't think he was getting he targeted. Was sick. No, he had the flu. Oh. He had the flu going into the week, and that's what I read because I was very closely watching why the fuck he wasn't <laughs> getting any catches. Um, oh, well, this week he gets the Rams. And it doesn't even matter because he doesn't even have to start him. Yeah, exactly. Other but guys somebody might. else might have. Other guys You're might. right have. this week, of all weeks, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'll be pissed. <laughs> Rams are, you know, they're not the defense that they were last year. Um, I think he's going to go for seven catches, 102 yards, one score. Stu doesn't really even need him now. Yeah. <laughs> but he still does kind of need him. In the long run. I need your love. I need your time. When everything's wrong, you make it right. I feel so high. I come alive. I need to be free with you tonight. I need your love. Oh, shit. Oh. Stewie needs it. <laughs> Man, did you see Ellie Golding perform at in Dallas during Thanksgiving? No. She did the halftime show. Oh, was you, it sick? No, you gotta look it up. She was wearing this cowboy hat, but it had frills coming down the edge of the uh, the lip of the hat. So they hung down in front of her face. So you could only see half her face the whole time. And she was just getting memes so hard on the internet. Just lit up. And like all the Cowboys fans were like, what is this song? <laughs> like, I've never heard this shit. Oh, fuck. Yeah, look it up if you can. That's Not funny. as good as Creed's performance. At the Thanksgiving show. At the show. Thanksgiving that show in it. Dallas, where they had the bald the guy, guy flying. Yeah. <laughs> funny. Oh, yeah. And the lead singer just losing his mind, Scott Stapp. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus. Um, speaking, of, speaking of the Creed, before we jump into United... Andy, uh, the Corona, loves... Creed recorded a song to pump up the Miami... Or the Florida Marlins. <laughs> like a Florida Marlins pump-up song. And Andy found it years ago. And fuck, he plays it now and again. And it is so hilarious. We'll try to... Maybe we'll pull it up later on in the episode. But holy fuck. I think the chorus is like, Marlins fly! <laughs> Something oh, like that. Oh my god. It's ridiculous. But we'll, we'll dig it up later. Anywho... Creed is not bad, man. I like Creed. Oh, oh they're pretty bad. Yeah. They're not great. My old prison. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. Okay. Well, uh, this United by Uni segment starts off with a question from the Corona himself. Look at this segue, man. Uh, we know your opinions on both the purple and the logo of the Ratbirds Unis, Baltimore. What's your take on the font and number style? I really didn't like it when they first introduced, but they've definitely grown on me. They are unique and distinctive, and it was a ballsy choice. Yeah, I have to say it is a ballsy choice. It's not the right choice, but it's ballsy. Um, I don't like them. They look too, like, like comical, almost. Like, too bubbly. Like, it looks like like maybe it should be a thought bubble in a Tintin comic, you know, kind of thing. I don't like them. So that's just that's just me. I don't, I don't like if I had to pick a purple uniform, it's going to be the Vikings. Like yeah, I said, the I think they, they did really it right. Nice, yeah. I don't like Baltimore uh, uniform combination. Not really. 
Um, moving along, my cause, my cleats starts up this week for this month. So the NFL is moving away from its military appreciation. In December, it's my cause, my cleats. It's a nice little time of the year where the uh, players can show a little bit of their personality, all while giving uh, money and uh, and uh, publicity, really, to uh, worthy causes, dear, near and dear to their hearts. Uh, this week, for those fans that watched the Pittsburgh-Cleveland game, you might have noticed that Benny Snell Jr. was rocking a spinner mouthpiece against I the Browns. I did see that. <laughs> so, every time he exhaled, the hubcap on his mouth would spin, and when he stopped, it would stop as well. Uh, pretty neat. The Seahawks have now worn neon green jerseys with navy pants only one time before this past Monday night, and it was in 2009 against the Bears. I don't know what your thoughts were on it. I didn't think it was as bad as their all, like, slime green unis. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind them. They are okay. I don't mind the all green either, though. True. It's distinctive, that's for sure. Well, this upcoming week, we will see a lot of teams rocking red. Both the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Big Stewpox Buffalo Bills, diehard fan, will be wearing their, <laughs> their full red color rush unis. I like both the getups, but especially the ones that Tampa's wearing, because really, anything is better than their current calculator uniforms. Additionally, the Houston Texans will wear their red alternates unis at home this week against the Broncos, and the Falcons will wear their putrid regular blah red unis against the uh, uh, Carolina Panthers. And one final note regarding uniforms. <laughs> the XFL and its eight teams released their uniforms earlier this week. In general, they are very lackluster with all of the numbers basically using the same number font. They honestly feel rushed and a bit lazy. There are a couple decent ones in the mix, most notably the DC Defenders, who kept it simple, and the New York Guardians, who have a Virginia Tech vibe to their kits. The St. Louis Battlehawks have easily the worst helmets in the group. It has two wings, one going up either side, and a sword going down the middle. <laughs> uh, hopefully, our good buddy and future Battlehawk season ticket holder, Nige, can give us a rundown of what they look like in action on the field later this season. Oh, my God. And that was United by Unis. <laughs> Go Battlehawks! Baby. Oh, yeah. The MIA. Milk Carton Minute. Yeah. You know, I should have... uh, I could have made this one stew-related, too, I guess, but that would have been another useless one. Don't you worry. (laughs) It is (laughs) stew-related. Just wait till the outro. (laughs) This week, it's once again, you know, call it lazy, call it whatever. It might be gourd-related. Because last week it was my whole team. This week it's just one guy on my team. (laughs) And that's Mr. Saquon Barkley. Yeah. We talked about earlier. He is missing. Um, He hasn't taught more than 12 points in the last four weeks. But our boy Eli is back. (laughs) And 
With Eli under center, he was at almost six yards a carry, 5.9. And he had it also averaged like four or five drops less a game hmm. than with Daniel Jones under That's center. Interesting. So I think he'll produce first Philly and uh, come on, baby. All right. We need you. Well, shit. We need you. Come on, Saquon. We need you. Alberta, homegrown. Huge in Germany. All the way from Hannah. <laughs> oh, man. You know what's funny? I uh, Did you go there specifically to visit their childhood home? We did. We went to the high school where they filmed the movie. The photograph? <laughs> the photograph video. <laughs> oh, man. I always pictured Stu more of, a, more of a this Nickelback song. Is this the same song? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is when he's sad about his fancy losses. Driving in his Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> no truck none. <laughs> this is the same song. <laughs> It isn't. <laughs> <laughs> What's <Was> it? <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> I honestly did not think Me those either. were the same song. No They're <laughs> all kind of blunt. Holy fuck. Okay. No oh. way. <laughs> Let's keep this musical jamboree going. <laughs> Here's that Marlon song by Scott Snap. <laughs> fly but obviously it's Marlins will soar <laughs> duh <laughs> holy fuck oh my god I can't believe we played the same Nickelback song twice. I didn't think it was the same I honestly had no clue that those were the same two like the same song yeah I had zero clue why otherwise why would I have played it you even asked at the beginning is this the same one I was like no <laughs> I was like, no, don't worry. Yeah, so that's not, yeah, so. It's not both of us. Yeah. But sometimes things get by Teddy. Yeah. <laughs> Just too Yeah, you're right as a team who does. Yeah, oh, for sure. Okay, well, let's jump into, we got a split take. 
Uh, we got a Gordy's feel good and a Feldy's feel good. Oh yeah. And we'll start with Feldy, and he decided this week to focus on Deshaun Watson. Um, and he said he wrote in and pointed us to a, an interview he had with Peter King after his rookie season, and basically it highlighted the man that he became and the hardships that he went through as a as a young young uh, child and then teenager. So most fans are familiar with Deshaun Watson's generosity by now. The Texans quarterback made headlines in his uh, after his rookie season because he gave his first NFL game check to, to uh, three Texan cafeteria workers who were displaced by Hurricane Harvey. Um, and paying it forward makes sense when you know his backstory. So he was born and raised in government housing. Uh, there were about six to seven people uh, sleeping on couches in, his, uh, in the apartment with roaches. Uh, Mom was a single mother raising Deshaun and his three siblings, and she wanted a better life for her kids, so she started volunteering for Habitat for Humanity. Uh, Over two years, she spent over 100 hours building houses and helping out the Habitat. And the neat thing with Habitat, it offers a path to ownership if you volunteer through them. So when Deshaun turned 11, the work paid off as the family was selected to get their very own home through the charity. The home came fully furnished thanks to former NFL running back Warwick Dunn and his charity who had partnered with Habitat for Humanity. They also helped contribute to the down payment of the home as well. The Watsons settled into their new home and were doing fine for about five years when tragedy struck because his mother was diagnosed with tongue cancer. It made Deshaun grow up pretty, pretty quick and he, uh, really he had to become the man of the house. And he went out and found a, a, a job to support the family. His mother ended up losing her tongue, and as a result, she's not able to speak. Watson's charitable work started in college while attending school at Clemson and carried on as he got drafted by the Texans in NFL. So really, it gives you a, sto- uh, a glimpse into why he is the way he is. Like he's Yeah, such, he's a good, he's humble. Yeah, humble. Got, can't Smart. not cheer for him. No, I agree. And I think Cat Guy, uh, Cat Guy might have his jersey. Or Amber does. Oh, one of the two. One of them. Yeah. <clears throat> well, Gordy's feel good. Mm-hmm. Gordy's mm-hmm. feel good. It's about my boy. It could also be Connor's Corner. Oh, bring it back. The, re- the revised. Bring the it revisited. back. <laughs> um, a fan tweets James Connor. He says, James, my best buddy, Rich, who's diagnosed with rare, untreatable sarcoma. I'm fulfilling a bucket list wish for him and coming to your home game with the Browns next week. I bought field passes. Wonder if you could see him and give him some encouragement. And uh, I guess James Conner tweeted him back, and he was talking to the fans, and, you know, these guys were pretty emotional. Uh, you can't really hear anything. But <laughs> he goes down, he talks with both of yeah. them. And, uh, well, I mean, James Conner himself obviously was diagnosed with cancer. They gave him one week to live. Yeah. Right? That's crazy, hey? Now he's playing in the NFL. So just a little, uh, little Gordy's feel good here, too. Love it. Well, onward we move to uh, my favorite part of the show, Matt Sank's stats. Uh, Taysom Hill, we talked about him a bit earlier. He had a receiving touchdown, a rushing touchdown, and a blocked punt. Uh, he's the first ever quarterback to have that all happen in one game. The Browns fell to the Steelers and now have lost 16 straight games on the road in Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, Michael Thomas dropped a pass in the third quarter on Thursday night against Atlanta. That snapped an incredible streak. He had 198 straight catches that spanned over 22 games, 403 days. Absolute unit. Josh Allen 
has the second most rushing touchdowns at 16 ever for a quarterback in his first two years. Only Cam had more at 22. Absolute red zone weapon. Chargers have lost eight games by seven points or fewer in their last 12 games this season. That's tied with the 2001 Lions and the 93 Patriots for such losses through 12 games. With 13 catches and 172 receiving yards, Robert Woods became just the third Rams wide receiver in the Super Bowl era uh, since 1966 to have multiple games with 10 receptions and 150 yards in a single season. He joined Torrey Holt in 2003 and Isaac Bruce in 1995. My boy, Josh Jacobs, became the first Raiders rookie to rush for 1,000 yards. That's crazy for that franchise. That is crazy. Yeah. Kirk Cousins, your boy. Oh, my boy. Is now 0-8 on Monday Night Football. (laughs) (laughs) How many yards did he throw, though? (laughs) On the complete opposite end of the Monday Night Spectrum, uh, the highest QB win percentage belongs to Russell Wilson after his win this past week. At nine and two, at a point eight one eight percentage, puts him ahead of Randall Cunningham, who was eight and two. Derrick Henry, if he averaged out his last sixteen games into a full into this into a season, he has three hundred nineteen carries, which is first in the NFL. Seventeen hundred yards, first in the NFL, averaging five point four yards a carry and eighteen rush touchdowns, first in the NFL. So the guy's rolling. Hmm. You got to you got to think he's if you're looking for a guy to draft, he's. He's the guy that's trending up, for sure. Wouldn't be stats section if we didn't talk about Lamar Jackson, who is now uh, 63 yards away from the QB season rushing record, which belongs to Michael Vick. And when he asked about it, he said it'd be an honor. Like I said, Michael Vick's my favorite player, but I'm focused on the win regardless of what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Another rushing quarterback, Maybe not, definitely not talked about as much as Josh Allen. And Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, have a combined 1,400 rushing yards a season. On Sunday, it will represent the most combined rushing yards in a season by opposing quarterbacks in the same game in NFL history. Hmm. Pretty wild. And Deshaun got ended with our boy, Feel Good. He's the first player since Jim McMahon in 1985 to throw three touchdowns and record a TD catch in the same game. Per our friends at Elias Sports Bureau, Watson becomes just the fourth player in NFL history to accomplish a feat, joining McMahon, Frank Ryan in 1960, and Ray Bivid in 1937. I don't know how to say that guy's last name. (laughs) B-U-I-V-I-D. Bivid. Yeah. 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 No milestone this week. No Marty's milestone. No. Well, turn it over the reins here, Gordo. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We're letting our baby go in somebody else's hands because what's up next? Not Gord's Grinder. Not Gord's Grinder. But Stu's Grinder. <laughs> My Grinder.
The boners. The boners. David Wilcox, this guy, he put on his Carhartts, insulated Carhartts because it's wintertime, to go outside and work. He is, he caught 13 of 19 targets last week for 172 yards with no touchdowns. And that person is Robert Woods. Woo! Give it to him. Give it to him. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. That's, that's a, a grinder week. That's fucking crazy. That's a, that's a stew's grinder week. 173 yards and none of them reaches the yeah. end zone. That's yeah. nuts. <laughs> you might be looking to invest in maybe like a Milwaukee heated vest or something. <laughs> right? Some deer hide gloves. Yeah, yeah some deer hide gloves. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> Shit. Okay, well, do you want the pain first, or should I take the pain first? For the fearless? For the fearless. I'm getting it over with. Okay, bring it. How'd it go? <laughs> last week, I came into last week 5 and 15. Yes, 25%. <laughs> My tight end, Hunter Henry versus Denver. I said he'd have 92 yards, one touchdown. Yeah. He had... <laughs> Three targets, two receptions, ten yards, one point. Okay, so that's a loss. <laughs> All right, that's five and and sixteen. Quarterback Jameis Winston. I I predicted would have three hundred and twenty yards through the air, three touchdowns, twenty rush yards, two picks, two picks. Yeah. He had 268 yards through the air. He had 20 rush yards, which I got right. Uh, he had an, and a fumble lost. So Does that equal two zero picks? Touchdowns. <laughs> zero, zero touchdowns. touchdowns. <laughs> so that's another loss. <laughs> man, 5 and 17. Oh, man. Honestly, if I... I got to get it together. I yeah, got to get it together. It's true. Well, <clears throat> I haven't reached a conclusion on my results yet, and I'd like input from the two gentlemen at the table. <laughs> so last week at wide receiver, I picked DeAndre Hopkins against the New England Patriots. I thought he'd get five catches for 52 yards, no touchdowns. Boy, I was damn close. D-Hop had five catches, 67 yards, a mere 15 more than I predicted, and no touchdowns. Mm. I'll leave the final decision up to my trusted partner, Hancho. And our in-studio guest, Stuart. What do you say? Does Marty get the love? So you were 10 yards short? 15 yards short on catches. And I, I said five catches. It was five catches, no touchdowns. It was no touchdowns. So you're two out of three. Two out of three, and within 15 on my miss. I'd say you probably have it. Nice. What do you think, like, Stuart? Sure. <laughs> oh, nice. Sweet. Get sleep at night. Okay. Stroke, here you go. Well, I'm not done asking for concessions. <laughs> <laughs> because at running back, Len Dog Leonard Fournette against the Tampa Bay Bucks. I said 46 rush yards, no scores, no fumbles for the old Lenny. Well, he had 14 carries for 38 yards under. 
No scores, no fumbles. Nailed it, nailed it. Technically, I'm right. But when I made my prediction, I forgot to factor in his receiving yards. And in this game, he racked up nine catches for 53 yards. So are we just okay turning a blind eye to that part of the stat line and giving old Marty the another W clean sweep? No. But you know what? Tis the season of giving. Where's the cheer in your heart? What do you think? Oh, no? Man. No, man. That's a loss. Because he did so good. You're tanking. You're tanking everything. That's on you not to get the receiving yards. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Okay. So I sit at 11 and 10. You sit at 11 and 10. What's <laughs> <laughs> your record, Rudy? 5 and 17! <laughs> <laughs> well, turn it around this week, Gordon. Oh, man. Okay, I'm turning it around. Wide receiver. DJ Moore. It is a stew epi after all. <laughs> and he doesn't even need him again. Well, so much for my prep work, but whatever. Um, he's up against Atlanta this week. I would say he's one of the top five starts this week for, for a wide receiver. Myself. Yeah. 107 yards, one tutty. I'm going reasonable. Okay. Trying to go reasonable. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm dying, man. Running back, Melvin Gordon versus Jacksonville. Uh, Jack's sitting 28th versus the run this year. They need to get Melvin, need to get him some touches, get him going, right? Oh, yeah. 92 rush yards, one tutty, 40 receiving yards, receiving tutty. Ooh, I don't mind that. Christmas miracle for Gordo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What a time to be alive. <laughs> Shit. What do you got? Well, in the tank, I have... I'm pretty confident in these picks, actually. In the tank... Let me just get to that part of the square. At quarterback, I have Kyler Murray against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Murray has been up and down this year, and I see trouble on the horizon for the Rook. He's taken on a D that has created the most turnovers in the league this year with 29, and they've given up the eighth fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks this year. He's coming off an average game against the Rams where his team got absolutely worked. I foresee Kyler throwing for under 175 yards, one touchdown, two picks, and he will also rush for 35 yards. I included that. Tight end. Oh, yay. Tight end. Factoring in the larger role of Dallas Garter, the fact that G-Men have given up the fewest fantasy points, fifth fewest fantasy points to the tight ends this year, and the general unpredictability unpredictability (laughs) of Huncho's favorite position, I figure, why not tank the tight end who has the most catches this season at 70? Let's go with Mr. Julie Ertz. Getting four catches for 32 yards, no trips to the end zone. Baby. Yeah. What it do, baby? Yeah. And that's the tank. We'll see what happens. All right. Daddy, pass me the Fanta. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just keeping it, keeping it on the low. <coughs> Buds and duds. Buds and duds. Got to rip through them. Yeah. You want to go or should I? You want to pour your drink? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, the duds Sorry. this week. Duds this week. I didn't have to look far. I watched the game. It sucked. Uh, at quarterback, Baker Mayfield against the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
Only 196 yards, one touchdown, threw a pick, 18 completions total. Not a great game. Nine points for fantasy owners. What a dud. Uh, in turn, his supposed number one wide receiver, Odell Beckham Jr., uh, comes into the duds with three catches, 29 yards, no touchdowns, 2.9 points. Come on. Yeah. Get him the rock. I was so tired of watching that. Three catches, that's it. In a uh, game I'm sure that you enjoyed, did you like that game in the snow between the, the pack and the G-men? Yeah, it was good, man. Yeah. It was fucking football weather. Yeah, they shut down A.A. Brown Jones. Hey. <laughs> yeah, they did yeah. shut down A.A. Brown. 11 carries for 18 yards. That's it. No no scores, no fun uh, for fantasy owners. 3.1. Okay, and at tight end, Vance McDonald against the Browns. I stayed in that game pretty hard. Uh, Old McDonald could only muster up three catches for 21 yards, measly 2.1 fantasy points. Womp, womp. Uh, but do we really expect anything else from tight end? Like, we know it's a disappointment. That's the only consistent thing about this position. <laughs> disappointment. So oh, my God. Hate it. I'm so tired of it. Let me, flex, let me flex my wide receiver. If I've got a Debo Samuel on the bench, if I've got a... Uh, Miles Sanders that I can't get into the lineup. If I got a Curtis Samuel out there, why not? Let me play them. Just adds more to the draft, though. So it's good to have a tight end. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, gotta, like you hit you hit the one or two decent. You ones. still have to draft. Like if you draft a tight end and your your mediocre tight end is now on a buy, you have to fucking figure out how to deal with that. Yeah, which I think is like makes it more exciting because you're up against a guy that has their. Yeah. Their, I don't know. Star tight end on a bye week. It's like. Yeah. Make space for that fucking guy. You can't drop him. You got to hold on to him. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I like that. Uh, I like it. I like it too. I think it's strategic. It adds more, another element to the, or more elements. Yeah. Okay. Well, to wrap up the duds, honestly, those guys let down fantasy owners in the worst way. And what else can you say? They pretty much deserve a good paddling. Looking out the window. That's a paddling. Staring at my sandals. That's a paddling. Paddling the school canoe. Oh, you better believe that's a paddling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Fuck. Sue, you want to uh, attempt to read the buds? No. All right. <laughs> I mean chips. I'm good. All right. Well, you know, trying to mix it up. I didn't think. Uh, you know what? The the curse isn't that bad today. Quarterback, we got Mr. Ryan Fitzmagic first Philly, thirty one point eight points, three hundred and sixty five yards through the air, three pass tutties, a two point and one inter one interception. But great stat line, 31.8 points. Yeah, Give it to up. the man. Fin Give it up. to the man. Fin up. Wide receiver, also on the fins. Oh. Devontae Parker. Yes, thank you. Ten targets, seven receptions, 159 yards, two tutties, 31.9 points. Okay, before you move on, I've got a story about Devontae. So, <coughs> Show Life and Pex and I have a buddy named Zane. Who the morning, on Sunday morning, texted our group chat and said, Okay, boys, I have a wide receiver to play and a flex position to play. These are the guys I have. Who do you think I should play? So we had Alshon Jeffrey, Devontae Parker. Um, fuck, who are the other two guys? Two other two guys. So I responded, 
I said, play Alshon, play Parker. Oh, yeah. Terry McLaurin was one. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, Sonny Michelle. Okay. So those were the four. And I said, okay, I would go, I'd roll Parker and uh, Alshon. And he was like, all right, all right. And then Shane said, yeah, I'd do the same. And then he went ahead. This is after looking for advice and asking us what our thoughts were. He went ahead and didn't do what we said. He played McLaurin and Alshon and ended up losing. And it knocked him out of the A pool in his no league. Way. Yeah. And, and we were like, well, why ask then? Yeah. Don't ask if you're not going to do it. Yeah, like if, 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 if what we said. And Parker goes out and has the most points that week. Fuck. Shit. He's been hot, man. He has been hot. He's been hot. And for a while there, he's just sitting. Yeah. Just sitting on wires. Well, Miami wasn't an offense you could trust. But regardless who was throwing it, he was still putting up his numbers. Like, he's finally showing the um, the ability to be that number one guy. Yeah. There was a point last year they almost cut him. There was That's talk true. of them put, cutting him, which is nuts. I'd love to live that Miami lifestyle. <laughs> that would be... Oh, that's so off topic. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, both of those guys are in Miami. Yes, I know, but we're talking about the football team. <laughs> I'm just saying. Wouldn't you? Yeah, I really like it. There's no lie. Like oh, two man. buttons max. When you're yeah, going for a fancy yeah, dinner, it's two buttons. Two buttons for sure. <laughs> you can listen to Pitbull all the time. No <laughs> oh, Fuck, he's man. probably your neighbor. Yeah, that would be sick. <laughs> when he's around. Fuck. <laughs> Running back. Okay. Of the week. A guy that also John was rostering last week. <coughs> me, James White. 79 rush yards, 11 targets, 8 receptions, 98 yards through the air. Two receiving tutties, 29.7 points. Mmm. Fuck. Goddamn. Tight end, former no frills, no namer, Tyler Higby. Of course. Tight end. Eight targets, seven receptions, 107 yards, one receiving tutty, 20.7 points. Fucking right. All right. That was the buds. Okay, well, we're nearing the end of the app, and we're going to jump into our playoffs uh, in our respective two two leagues. So, Gordo, I'll start off with the N40, because it's the only one I want to talk about. <laughs> um, and in that league, the A pool came down to the final uh, Monday Nighter, lots riding on the line. And in the end, the A pool consisted of the first place Vices, who earned the buy, second place Blazers, who earned the buy, the Scoundrels, from Eastlake, who are making their first appearance ever in the A-Pool, along with the Cowtown Killers, who are also, acclaimed, yeah. making their first appearance first. in the A-Pool. And in fifth place, we have the Butt Pirates, all the way in Linwood. And in sixth, Nigel, under the arch. The B-Pool consists of Kitten Boy in first place, and the Boners in second, who each earn a buy. Don't have to worry about the Gregor. Fuck. While the Coronas finish in third, Hard Hats fourth, the Degenerates in 5th, and the Careless Whimpers all the way in 6th. So for Felbin and Scott, I don't know what the mood is around your house, but I imagine it's something good. Oh my god! Okay, it's happening! Everybody stay calm! What's the procedure, everyone? everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm! Wait, 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 wait! Everybody calm down! No! No! <laughs> Holy fuck. Act like you've been there before, take a deep breath, and take it game by game, boys. Looking forward to playing those guys in the A-pool. Man. Um, 
Feldy actually provided a league dank stat, and he said he out, out of the out of the six playoff teams, only three have a positive points for points against differential. Of the six consolation teams, only one is positive, and that's our good old commish. Good Cal. Poor guy. Poor he guy. Said, he said that. I don't feel the same no, way. No, me either. Yeah. I don't mind him toiling. <laughs> no. Smelling can toil. <laughs> what do you think? You, do you want to see Kellen on top? No. <laughs> My problem with Kellen is he gets paid way too much to be the commissioner in this league. <laughs> <laughs> give him, give him a break, man. His compensation. Little Bubs just died. Give him a little. Little Bubs. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Longest winning streak in the 40 belongs to the Vices. They got five straight, and they're heading into a first place by the Coronas. Uh, won last week over my team, the Blazers, breaking their six-game slide. Their streak for longest losing belongs to the Sweatpants Bonaires, <laughs> who have lost three in a row heading into their B-pool by. You ready to tackle the triple X? It's tough, man. I'm I'm down there with you, Sue. But but not not like Sue's not as down down. As I you know are. he's not as down down. <laughs> Drink down with me. Uh yeah. I mean the N four or sorry the triple F. Yeah. Well, a league I'm a little bit more confident with. Yes, you should be. I hate this league. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a pool. Johnny Schmiller's team, right? <laughs> yes. Is sitting in first. Team. Yeah. The NSRS, my team, sitting in second. Yeah. Both get buys. Yeah. Uh, downtown Z-Boys sitting in third, my little predecessor. Yeah. Number four, Trouser Snakes. Made one. Yeah. Stewie. Not bad. And Neil. Yeah. Who's never even logged in, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think you can give him the login information. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got uh, Kess fourth and twenty and fifth. Yeah, props to him. We yeah. didn't pick him last week when we were get when we were told to make our predictions. Did I not? None of us. Oh man, yeah. Good props for him. to him. Uh, Meat beaters in sixth. Yeah. So Pecky makes it in both leagues. Squeaks. Yeah, squeaks in. Yeah. B pool. We got the Swans. Yeah. Got the Kenny Banyas, Mr. 305. Both on buys. They avoid Both the on punishment. Buys, so they're avoiding punishment. <laughs> uh, third, we got Nine Rivers, John. Yeah. Uh, fourth, we got you. Yeah, the Tokes. Daddy, the Tokes. Yeah. Fifth, we got the Gluttons. Sixth, we got the Dribbles. Yeah. Is there a punishment in the Triple F? Yeah, Gord wants it still one. And who knows? It well, wasn't decided on the start of the year. No. But much like every decision he's made in the league this season, <laughs> he's going to do it without consulting anyone just because he feels like it. <laughs> you know what? I'm the commissioner. It's my fucking league. It's true. <laughs> so anyways, he's talked about making the guy uh, take warm-ups in a 2-2. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, that's not even bad. Because, yeah, that's just funny, right? And, like, if you lose, you could be a guy that, like, doesn't even pay attention at all. Or you could be like Matt and maybe lose and paid attention. Yeah. That's the tough thing, right? Yeah. Sucks when you put this much into it and you're sitting battling for the fucking punishment. (laughs) Wearing a tutu. (laughs) Yeah, or staying 24 hours in the fucking (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Longest winning streak in the Triple F. Johnny has that one too, that motherfucker. Yeah, he's good. One four straight. 
longest losing streak. The Dribbles and I continued our losing streak, so we're both at five in a row. Wow, that's Ooh, bad. That is bad. But you know what? I don't know. It's it's tough, right? Like, fantasy's so hard to predict. Yeah. It is hard to predict. Like, I like on <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thanks. Wait for a drop in there, Mitty. Well, I'm just waiting for, like, see if he, like... <laughs> Oh, man. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is, like, on paper in the Triple F, I look at that team, and I actually like my roster. But it got me down to the to the fucking bottom four. And it's much like you in the, in the N40. It is you got very, a, very similar. Yeah, and you got a team that, like, you like. You just said, like, on paper, I like this team. How are they this bad? Hey, I'm, I'm bitching. <laughs> step on digs. <laughs> you know? It's hard. It's hard to keep like promising, like you I know, know, hope when that shit happens. It is tough. Fantasy. It is tough. So, anyways, all the boys that missed out on April playoffs. There's a bunch in this room alone. We know they're just sitting at home, reading "Don't Kill Myself" books, listening to My Chemical Romance on repeat. time for people out there right now was andy a big my chemical romance guy no no definitely not <laughs> yeah, definitely not uh, you know strikes me as uh strikes me as a my chemical romance <laughs> oh, guy stirring the pot <laughs> are you trying to start trash talking before you both get to the quicker <laughs> i'm gonna get ahead of him <laughs> oh, i'm getting his head a little bit yeah but i guess the silver lining in all of this is because it's so unpredictable you never know what can happen next year. Have you ever had a dream that that you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything. <laughs> Holy fuck. <coughs> Shit. Well. Hey, Gord. No letter. No letter. <laughs> oh, my God. No letter, hey? Thank goodness. <laughs> that was terrible. There was the one one episode we didn't have one because Feldy didn't have one. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. As long as it wasn't episode 20. <laughs> should we tell Sue's secret about what he, how he listens to episode 20? Sue, you should share it. I don't mind. <laughs> episode crossing? You know? Oh, man. Well, we could do it. It's, it's going to be so embarrassing. But yeah, episode 20 was one that we particularly got after that <laughs> night, hey? Yeah, it was I hard say. to. Uh, Hard to keep that going. <laughs> Anyways, well, you know what? While Stewie looks, while Stewie looks for it, we do have the last segment of the pod. 
Yeah. One that's been put on the back burner because of the has letter. Been, has been a little bit back burner. Yeah. That's, I guess, story time. Yeah. Right? You ready to jump into her? Well, uh, yeah. Gord takes a lot of story times because he's lived a more adventurous life. <laughs> Although Stu and I could probably talk about times traveling together in Thailand and, uh, and Australia. <laughs> The time we ate those weed cookies in Nimbus, oh, that was fun. and we were in the back, we were in the back of this bus. You had to take it for about an hour to this little town called Nimbus, and it was like known as the weed capital of Australia. So we we get on this place, and we're like, "Where do we buy joints?" Like we're just like, "How do we approach people?" We don't need. We're just kind of vacantly walking around, and we walked into this one shop, and they were offering edibles. I had never ate a pot cookie before, and neither did stew, and so we each. Ate one. No, no. Okay. You're missing a bit of the story. We walked into this cafe and we thought that because this place was like the weed capital of Australia, you could just walk into anywhere and ask them for <laughs> weed. But we later found out after we went into this one cafe and asked the person for a weed cookie that it was highly legal still. <laughs> like, if you want a weed cookie, you have to go find a drug dealer on the street. <laughs> Anyways. So then we found a drug dealer about a week ago. Yeah. I, I forgot that part. <laughs> yeah. So we bought it. We ate it. And then like we started to get into it and it was like 30 minutes before the bus took off back to the hostel we were staying at. Ooh. An hour back. So we had to be on it. So Sue and I jump on it. We get in the very back of the bus and in the row in front of us to the on the left hand side there's this Asian guy who who had clearly ate a pot cookie too, but couldn't handle himself. <laughs> and he kept passing out and he couldn't stay awake, but he had no neck strength. So his head was just ripping on this road because it was like <laughs> we were doing turns and hitting bumps. And Stu was losing his mind watching this guy just like, he looked like a bobblehead. It was fucked. He kept smashing his oh, head. And right against the window of the bus. Like, <laughs> oh, it was fucked. And we were so fucked up. We were like, oh my God. Like, is this actually happening? Losing our minds. It was great. That's what happens, man. Yeah. We, edibles, edibles take Fuck. you to a different place, man. Yeah. Fuck. Stu oh, wow. and I did a lot. We fucking went on a seven-day sailing trip or a four-day sailing trip or something like that. That was fun. Yeah, that it was, was a lot tight. of fun. Yeah. Well, that was Marty's story time. Oh, I guess we didn't even meet Gord's. <laughs> Perfect. Fucking right. <laughs> Tom Sawyer you into that one. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. Well, boys, <laughs> episode 30. Well, well big one. Yeah. You didn't... Did they actually think that we were going to go an episode without our our girl? How dare you? <laughs> we couldn't. Gretz, you're always part of this show. She's back in Portugal now. <laughs> yeah. I heard. Took her, her three weeks. Yeah, Took her, her three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> her Gore-Tex. <laughs> yeah. Standing there with her Arcturix. Yeah. Fucking jack. <laughs> Our well, girl. Fuck. Yeah. Well, big thanks to Stewie for swinging yeah, by the, the studio the tonight. That was fun. And bringing the duck. Oh, And man. the Fanta. It's good. Oh, yeah. All right, boys. Well, I guess we'll see you next week. Oh, oh, I leaned back on my rage
laying down some rock and roll at a solo set. Then the loud sound it seemed to fade, came back like a slow voice on a wave of fade. That one no DJ, that was crazy cosmic time. There's a snowman waiting in the sky. He'd like to come and meet us, but he thinks he'd blow our minds. There's a snowman waiting in the sky. He tells us not to blow it, 'cause he knows it's always one time. Let the children use it. Let the children use it. Let all the children do it. Thank、you.